That's why uh, you, you divorce in the America. Uh, they can take half of everything. Even his name, uh, half got taken away. Poor fella. Oh, oh, oh. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. I hope your Wednesday is going better than mine because, man, I am pain. Which part of you uh, is in this pain? Blakang, sakit blakang. Okay, you got back pain. Yeah. Anywhere else, like a, like a neck, shoulder. I think it goes down from my neck. Yes. To my back. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because because it's all connected, Mama. Yeah. The whole thing is connected. Are you? Is it because of the booster? I don't think so. Because you took booster over the weekend. I did. And a lot of people say that the booster shot gives them a lot of pain, la, headache, and so on and so forth. People have been blaming the booster for everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the I know. was like, yeah, I feel bloated. I said, why, ah? booster? <laughs> what <laughs> nonsense? Inject every the booster, feel bloated. <laughs> but you sure it's not the booster? You know, at first I thought about it. I was mm. like, yo, can it be the booster? Ah? Because the pain is so bad, it goes all the way from my back to my chest. Mm. So the first day, which was the day before yesterday, the first day I felt this yeah. pain, I was like, oh my God, do I, am I having a heart attack? Is it the, <laughs> is it the booster? Is is it from the jet? Yeah, side effects. Yeah, but no lah. Actually, I just slept wrongly. <laughs> so what happened was, I went to my friend's office. Okay, wait. Is this going to be radio friendly? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, I don't on. know what you're doing, man. Oh, the, whole, eh. the whole body pain. No, you said you just slept wrongly. <laughs> no, no. I fell asleep on my friend's beanbag. <laughs> and I, f- I was asleep in a fetal position. Wait, wait, wait. But beanbags are supposed to be very ergonomic and very comfortable, right? They're supposed yeah. to follow the contours of your body and give you unlimited comfort. Comfort and pleasure. No? Correct. That is if you lie on your back. But ah. I laid on my side and I was curled up. And I remember my friend saying, Hey, you okay? You lie like that. Uh. I was like, Yeah, la, whatever. I'm fine. <laughs> in my head, in my head, I'm thinking like, Yeah, I'm super young. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but no, I slept in the fetal position. I think my head was like curled in or hunched over and I was leaning on my left side you of my arm. You probably have a pinched nerve now. Yeah, la, probably. Right? Probably that's it. Bean bags are... <laughs> bean bags... There are like so many pros and but so many cons at the same time. I love my beanbag. I got a lot of beanbags at home. Oh really? Yeah. So one time I was I was laying on my beanbag sleeping. Right. Mm-hmm. I woke up. I thought it was raining. It wasn't raining. My yeah. beanbag was leaking. <laughs> what because do you mean? because you know you know Mia, my the newest dog that I have. Yeah. She bites everything. Like she oh. bite the curtain. <laughs> she bite her own leg. She bite my hand. Bite my face. So she had bitten the beanbag and caused a small hole. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm lying on the beanbag. Then I woke up. And I heard shh. She said, ah, yeah, raining. Uh. Then it's not raining. It was still very bright. Then look, oh my goodness, my beanbag is leaking. <laughs> so now my beanbag is a has-been bag. <laughs> Fly FM. I don't know how we went from backaches to dogs. Uh, because we had the uh, perantaraan, which was the beanbag. I was <laughs> yes, saying, yes. You, you got a bad bag because of the beanbag. Yes, correct. Right. And, and I had a beanbag that was destroyed because of my dog. Yeah, so my dog... He doesn't destroy a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like bite shoes or whatever. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but he uh, he's a big guy. Oh, he's okay. a Doberman. He's like about the table, your table's height. Yeah. And he's maybe as long as like half of your body. They like. are powerful. They yeah. can run super fast. Yeah. Not so good at breaking. Right. Right. <laughs> Dobermans, they will charge and then they can't break on the... And he'll knock into things uh, Yes But my dog He he likes to knock the door So sometimes he You know when we go out Right he, And he ask, we ask him to come back inside Because he's, he's a live-in dog Right Where he yeah, stays inside way. the house So we'll ask him to come back inside Of course he'll be like naughty lah Right You don't want Refuses <laughs> So like okay lah You stay outside okay Bye Then I'll close the door Oh, yo, you're so mean. No, no, I mean, you leave the door open, in. lah. Don't want lah. Do a Bruno Mars, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to learn his lesson. But so close the door, and the fellow will come and knock. Yes. <laughs> so he stands outside the door. He looks 
at us from outside the door like, "Hey, what you think you're doing?" Uh? And he's like big and buff, right? <laughs> then he'll just knock, boom. Yeah. And then he'll stop his stand. This is again. with his paw, right? With his paw. Okay. With his paw, and he'll not like, not like try to. Uh, Okay, like a hard knock. Once he broke our window because he was knocking the window, broke the glass. Did he hurt his leg? No, he's fine. Oh, lucky he's a, man. He's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Now both the doors in my house, which is the main door and the sliding door, is a little bit like crooked. It's gone out of its place <laughs> because he's so strong. He destroyed like the metal railing. The frame is it? The frame, yeah. The metal railing um on the sliding door is crooked, so it can't close properly. The front door cannot lock, or when it's locked, we can't open it because what? it's completely out of its frame. So what happened? What did you do to to your door? What's his name? Rocky. What did you do, Rocky, when he broke the door and he came in? Uh, I smacked his bum lah. As soon as he runs in, <laughs> as soon as he runs in, I'm like Rocky, smack his bum. He doesn't feel anything. You're a big so gunas, so you are. Uh. Yeah, I mean, have to like You have a gunas dog. I don't know, man. Your, you see, most people's house they're like beware of dog, but in your house, I think it's beware of Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Fly FM. So the South Korea presidential candidate pledges funding for hair loss. <laughs> hair loss. Uh. Yeah. So uh, if he doesn't win the election, uh, he can claim it was wigged, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is everything a joke to you? No, but this one was so easy. <laughs> so it's a Democratic Party candidate, right? Because the um, presidential election in South Korea is happening soon mm. in March. So the candidate Lee Jae-myung said he wants to expand government health insurance to cover treatments and potentially include expensive hair transplants. Hair transplants is now considered a health issue. That's the thing, right? It, it doesn't... Because if you buy insurance, they'll There are tell all these diseases that they will cover. Correct. They'll right. tell you like, Botanus oh, was never one of them. Never, I've never ever. read uh, baldness as being one of them. Yeah, which is why this news is interesting. Like, I guess he hmm. wants to cover this. Um, also, hair loss treatment drugs, I think, specifically. Okay. Because people are buying hair loss treatment drugs really cheap and they're you know oh, they're having health issues the, like the bad ones are the not too lean drugs that they're buying yeah okay. correct and this issue actually affects up to one in five South Koreans that's a ridiculously high number are you sure right I think it's maybe because they eat a lot of instant noodles <laughs> <laughs> is this is this rumor even true uh? eating instant noodles like will cause hair loss I believe so. I don't know man I think it's inconclusive because I've got one friend that's mm. all he does he eats instant noodles all the time but his hair is so thick and I know curly they look like instant noodles <laughs> okay they're black and they're thick and they're, and they're curly and he eats instant noodles all the time it doesn't seem to affect him but okay let me ask you this question though uh, do you or can you mm-hmm. find a bald or balding man attractive yeah I find bald guys pretty hot yeah so I think like perception has changed last time when you guy with bota or what I didn't, they feel shy maybe they lose some confidence mm-hmm. and you know they, they think people laugh at them but now a lot of very successful people I know off the top of my head off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> are bald like Jeff Bezos right, right. super rich super bald yeah uh, uh, Ipin from Upin that's Ipin <laughs> I know Mike, Michael Jordan right oh yeah or Britney Spears from 2007 <laughs> super bad <now. laughs> Yeah, but no, still, yeah. So, I think baldness has now taken, I guess, a new look. We are fine with people being bald. We are, we're cool. Yeah. We're cool with it. Mm-hmm. Although, running a political campaign mm-hmm. with a hair theme is quite interesting. I think it Malaysia is. should do it as well. Yeah. Because yeah, usually, right, our political campaigns, it's all uniting us based on race, right? Uh, Chinese, yeah. Malay, Indian, Kalazan, Dusun. No, no, let's just unite us based on hair. <laughs> is it like, no, we don't care. We are... 
inclusive whether you are straight hair, curly hair or hidden hair because it's under tudung you know. <laughs> uh, whether you are black hair, brown hair, white hair, uh, oh. old or young hair, whether it's you are head hair, ketiak hair or other hair, oh other part. And, and the coalition can be called Persikatan National. <laughs> Fly FM. So Harry Styles, Billie Eilish, Kanye West are headlining Coachella. Oosh, Juanita. Are you not keeping up with the news? Don't you know Kanye West now goes by just yay? Wow. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is probably going to be confusing for him when he meets Malaysian journalists. Because <laughs> they're going to be like, So, number you sekarang yay, kan? Yay? And then she'll be like, No, it's just Kanye. Yeah lah, yay, kan? Yay? <laughs> 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 so Coachella is of course As you know A mega concert in the desert Ah uh, yeah yeah That's why I have to turn them down uh, Too hot for me Turn them down <laughs> Wait you're going there To do what? Tell dry jokes Oh <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, Coachella is on for the first time since 2019. Oh, yeah, because, because yeah. COVID, as mm, we all course, know. Yeah. Um, it's happening in Indio, California, as always. And it's happening over the course of two weekends, April 15th to 17th. And then the following weekend, April 22nd to 24th. Same lineup, both right. weekends. They're expected to run at full capacity. Yeah? That's 125,000 festival goers every day. That's mental (laughs) It is mental But I mean It's because it's held In such a large space I think it's okay The crowds are going to be Spread out It's it's, it's open So there's ventilation And stuff like that But still man 125,000 people At the same time there And they're not going to Keep their mouths shut I'm guessing it's a music concert (laughs) They might be masked But still they'll be like Singing along And you know Shouting Hopefully They set the rule Where everyone Going has to be fully vaccinated ah, and yeah. tested la, before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So performing Swedish House Mafia, Flume, Rich Brian, Disclosure, Doja Cat. Oh my God, it's going to be so fun. Uh, Billie Eilish also, quick fun fact, will become the festival's youngest headliner. Well done, yeah. Billie Eilish. Nice. La. Do, do, have you attended music festivals? Not not like the major huge ones like Coachella, la, but maybe smaller ones. Have you attended? Yeah, I've attended several festivals here. I really want to actually go to the festivals overseas. Mm-hmm. As well I think it's fun Because you get to meet people Who you know Enjoy the same music as you And they're from Different parts of the world They're really quirky you know, I attended them. one In the UK yeah. oh, I didn't like it man Oh really? Yeah I did, Okay. Well the music was alright I felt But it was more of Just the fact that It was in out in the open yeah. uh, People were staying in tents Over the weekend right. And it was uh, raining a bit So it was a bit becha And then you had to go To the pota potty Right It was outside It was just uh, yeah. So yeah, I, even if I guess for me, I would give a music festival a miss for now until I don't know forever. Because <laughs> no, look, seriously, if I wanted to line up for hours, you know, with a bunch of strangers and then feel lightheaded and exhausted for the next three days, I'll just go to a PPV lah. No need to go concert. <laughs> what a hater! Fly F. So festivals are starting in 2022 We're kind of excited But we're talking mainly about Coachella I spoke to my pharmacist Mandy About Coachella recently Here's a recording of it Hi Mandy Oh it's Juanita The joy of the world uh, oh. oh, Come in Come in Hey I packed all your things For you already Hey that day after you left My shops Hamai uh-huh. I saw out all my Calcium tablets uh. Oh how come Because all the guys say When you show up uh, You make them Weak at the knees <laughs> <laughs> So sweet are you Okay do you hear About Coachella or not Oh yes Mandy uh, is so excited For the Billy Irish You know oh. Because you know She's going to highlight The festival As such a young age Wow that 
Billy uh, She be siaw one uh. mm-hmm. Her highlight on her hair also uh. Oh Make so many people Want to buy the hair colour From my shop You know oh. I have so many colour I got brown I got black mm-hmm. I got purple mm-hmm. I got brown I got blonde I got silver I got brown I got brown Why you got so many brown? My stupid manager Over order lot of Dumb dumb <laughs> la, fella. And also right uh, The Kanye is performing I heard now his name Is just Ye uh. yeah. That's why uh, You divorce in the America uh. They can take Half of everything Even his name uh, Half were taken away Poor fella oh. But I think Mandy uh, I can introduce him One girl That he will like You know uh-huh. My friend uh, Her name is also Kim uh-huh. And she's Half Kardashian And half Russian oh. So technically uh, my, She is Kim Kardashian Oh <laughs> okay. Yeah. Also the Harry style You heard he's performing Yes Oh I'm so excited Got the Harry style Last time he's with a band one, Mahamai yes. The One Direction Now he's right. solo He's just one guy action <laughs> Here Very good no, Always going to improve himself I heard uh, Now he got the new song To breaks into the China markets Oh which one is that? The Mandarin song You never heard meh? No Oh Okay I think it's Never mind uh, These are my things right Hey why got Back pain medicine on? Hi yo, because the tuckless limb so useless. Uh, every morning you must carry the radio show by yourself. Your back not pain, man. Oh yeah, true. So thank you, Mandy. Do you hear what she said about me carrying the whole show? Yeah, a bit mean, Miss <laughs> Mandy. Yeah. Fly FM. So we're talking about music festivals. Twenty twenty two. While Douglas sings on his own song. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, which is why your que- our question for you today is: Have you ever been to a festival and did anything interesting happen? Billy, I'm sure you have an interesting story, as you always do. Yeah, I've been to a few uh, music festivals. This one in particular. So it was the biggest music concert in uh, the Middle East, in Bahrain, where I was at. Okay. And once a year, you know, I wanted to go with my friend. Mm -hmm. Okay, but my friend, you know, never been to a concert in his life, very shy, introverted, but for weeks, I kept pressuring, come, come, come. Who was the who was the headline for this one? The headliner was Steve Aoki. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so EDM, party, party, music, very fun. Yeah. Love, huge fan. So I finally convinced him to come. He came. Uh, my dad drove us both. Billy, Billy, job, uh, Billy, just out of curiosity, right? I know this question might sound completely uh-huh. um, out of order for me, but yes. when the Middle Easterns go to a music concert, are they dressed? <laughs> no, like, like, are they dressed a bit more comfortably, <laughs> like a, a bit more daringly, yeah. or, or what's the story? Uh, there? A bit of both, because uh, this Bahrain mm-hmm. is a fairly liberal okay. Middle Eastern country. So <laughs> yeah. Question. It was it was fifty percent uh, uh, Arabs, fifty percent uh, international okay, from okay. all the world. So it's a very beautiful. Everyone's just you know wear whatever they want. And is it yeah. split between like like guys one side and and girls the other side? Uh, no, it is completely oh, mixed. Okay, intergender. Fine. It is it's fun. It's it's humans one side and camels the other. So what happened at this concert, man? Uh, so yeah, so we finally get to the venue, and my friend became a different person. Oh. He was having the most fun he's ever had in his life. I was loving every single moment, and the concert was like nine, six hours, seven hours long. We see the old key perform. He was amazing. He was better than I even expected. Yes. And at the end, right, Kiyoki does this for all of his concerts in his whole career. He throws a cake into the audience. What? 
Yeah, yeah you he throws. Do I have no idea. A giant cake. <laughs> not, he buys a cake and whatever he's performing <laughs> has yeah. it backstage. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a signature move. And people, people, people don't complain. Uh. They got no, cake. No, people want it. They're like, me, me, my face, my face, man. Was that what it was like, Billy? What? What nonsense? I'll come oh, Okay, then. And like, of all people, Stephen Yogi chose to a cake. He threw it at my friend. Okay. And he was, he was crazy. He's like, I'm getting cake. This is awesome. I'm eating the cake. He's eating the cake. It was so good. But then, uh, after a concert died down a bit, he said, hey, I don't feel so good. Oh, wait, what's wrong? Hey, I think there's peanuts in the cake. Oh, I'm no. Peanuts. <laughs> hey, this is, hey, this is serious. I can die one? No, like nut yeah. allergy. Ah, uh, thankfully, he had some medication to stop it from being fatal. <laughs> but he was okay. And in the car right back, me, him, and my dad, mm-hmm. he's just, his head is out the window just getting air. Just, <laughs> that was still the best concert ever. <laughs> we'll do it again. <laughs> But I hope you drove him to a pharmacy at least. Yeah, yeah we drove him to a Hey, but this Steve Aoki throwing a cake thing is quite cool. Huh? I think I should adopt it as well. What? At the end of my show, my comedy show, yeah. I throw durian oh. at, at the fellow who didn't laugh. <laughs> so angry. Fly FM. So the My Din boss says prices for dry goods and clothing expected to increase by 10% in 2022. Ooh, the My Din boss said that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just wants to increase prices so he said the whole country is increasing <laughs> no ah, joking ah, joking Dato', sorry it's just a joke I've actually met uh, him yeah. I've spoken to him he's a really nice and caring person you know yeah Dato' Wira is really nice I heard about like when during the floods yes there were a lot of people going into Maiden and taking things yeah and because no, they were stranded they had no supplies yeah so, so they it, broke into the Maiden and just took what they needed la. and, and he just let them right he said he, he halal can so he said like yeah you know he understood the situation and he yeah. was like look just take it it's fine right so I think this what what he was doing now is just warning the people because mm. the prices of like school shoes and school bags have already increased but now other goods are about to increase so biscuits sardines milo um he said will increase between 8% to 10%. Yeah, I also remember like last week we were talking about fruits and vegetables and fish yeah. I think going up yeah. and was it 3 weeks ago we also spoke about drinks in the mama stalls all yes. increasing price. Correct. Man, everything's going up. I know. Yeah. I know Malaysia we want to emulate first world countries <laughs> but maybe we can start with other areas first like maybe public transportation <laughs> you know cleanliness uh, human right issues you know don't uh, start emulating the price of goods in first world countries come on uh, give us a break man but if prices continue to go up and up and up yeah. date nights are going to be so different how? <laughs> so now the poor fellow will come back like uh, sayang today is date night uh, mm-hmm. abang got uh, his pay and his bonus today so today we go all out yeah she will be like oh yeah kebang where are we going? Uh, pasaraya <laughs> You're like, oh, you always spoil me like this. Of course, and maybe later tonight, abang will buy you the ring. Like, what ring? Makanan kering. It's very expensive now. We're going to Datuk Ida. <laughs> Fly FM. So JPJ to launch e-testing for learner drivers in April. You sure this is not some April Fool's joke? Uh, e-testing. Oh, that means you're gonna take the exam online, is it? Yeah. That's gonna open up into a host of problems. What? Because you know, our internet. Not very stable sometimes. <laughs> Poor fellow will be taking his test. The instructor will be like, Hey, kenapa you tak signal? Dia kata, tak ada bang. Rumah saya memang tak ada signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be one of the excuses that people use, right? Why they fail. 
So based on the pictures, it looks really cool. Hmm. It's like, you know, when uh, during COVID, a lot of go-kart drivers, racers who right. had weekly races were doing all online. They had simulations set up oh. in their house. So it's like, you know, in the arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you race other people virtually. La. Correct. So you, so you got to have your own car, your own steering wheel and stuff for like that? Yes, their own gearbox and everything. This for the go-kart races. La. But for this one, how? Uh, what, if people are doing it from home, do, yeah. will they have the equipment or they got to borrow the equipment or what's the story? Well, they're not doing it from home. They'll actually go to the driving test centers. Oh, JPJ. I see. JPJ will have the simulation set up and they'll still do it like how Yeah, so no the... real world driving, la, doing it all like Correct. in a simulation. Oh, I hope they Correct. add in elements of like Grand Theft Auto. This computer gives you drive halfway, suddenly the police come. You know, then a helicopter shows up, get with the bazooka, shoots you, and you must avoid the explosions. <laughs> no, it's so but much the whole fun. fun of Grand Theft Auto is that you hit people. I don't think you're supposed to hit people in these simulations. It's still the same though, the current six point physical driving test mm. uh, you will still have to perform tasks like you know parking your driving uphill making a three point turn and everything I think so, it's good yeah all simulations huh? yeah 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 although I think they should update lah I mean, those three uh, things what was it uh, driving uphill Parking Parking and Three-pointer Three-pointer Those are very important mm-hmm. But I think uh, we've realised uh, Based on our experience Driving in Malaysia You need mm-hmm. a lot more skills <laughs> so, they, so they should update The software To also include How to avoid potholes <laughs> You know like Swerving very quickly yeah? uh, Also you need to have skills On how to give way For VIPs yeah. Very important Very important When you hear <laughs> When you see VIP coming Oh faster Pull to the side You know give way yeah. Also you must know How to reverse at the toll booth because your RFID is not working. <laughs> Fly FM. Your driving test experience is about to change. JPJ launching e-testing for learner drivers in April. So we're asking you, have you had any interesting driving test experiences? Let us know. Joe. Well, during my my test, right, I, I was I was next in line waiting for the car to come back, uh-huh. and, and and usually these tests take like like fifteen, maybe twenty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. A whole hour. Wow. And, what and, was the was the previous student like really slow? <laughs> because <laughs> I know when I took my test, thinking. when I took my test, I but the first time I took it, I was really slow. I didn't go past second year because uh-huh. I was just so scared. <laughs> What really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a coward, lah. Oh, yeah. So what, what happened? What did you do for an hour? Uh, it turns out, right? After an hour, we saw the two of them walking back in in, in the scorching sun, and oh. the driver was cursing, and the JPJ guy was cursing. <laughs> it turns out that that the aircon had died halfway through, oh. and then after that, the car had died. Oh, oh no. man! <laughs> yeah. So they, they, and, they, and they had to walk back for like what? For how long? Uh, basically about forty minutes of walking back. <laughs> That's so bad. You can imagine the mood that the JPJ instructor was in when he oh, came back. And you are next in line. Oh, Mampos. Exactly. It was the easiest test in the world, huh? honestly. The, his, oh. Yeah, his instruction was just turn on the aircon. <laughs> he just had to get away from the heat, I guess. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Basically. So you pass or not? I pass. I pass with flying colors. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, Douglas went to a different kind of driving school. He learned to drive people up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who definitely has better jokes than me, though. Sam C is a stand-up comedian from Singapore, and he's here to talk to us right after this. Fly FM. So we've got Sam C with us. He's a stand-up comedian from Singapore. Yep. He's here in Malaysia to do a series of. Stand-up shows. 
Hi, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> so, admittedly, you are not as famous as the great Kumar or no. the Pachukang, you know. But you are making a name for yourself, Sam. <laughs> I, I can try. I can only try. <laughs> you just did the KL uh, Rose Tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Here, there were like what sixteen comedians. We had sixteen comedians over three nights, and wow. I put up a thousand ringgit for the winner. Wow! How was that? How did it go? It was really good. It was brutal. It was cool. It was just nice to see sixteen Malaysians fighting for the Singaporeans' pleasure. <laughs> Uh, but of course, you know he gave he gave a thousand ringgit, is it? Yes, I gave that's like what fifty sing a minute. Yeah, <laughs> so so affordable for them lah. I, I gave I gave a thousand ringgit, and in true Malaysian fashion, I robbed it from him after. <laughs> oh yo, so bad you. Hey, there's this story. A lot of Malaysians maybe haven't heard of you. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of Malaysians know this one story. Mm-hmm. Some time back, Awanita. Uh, let's just say a very famous Singaporean celebrity host comedian, Najib Ali. Uh-huh. He's, he's very popular He got into some trouble mm-hmm. In Malaysia Because uh, Apparently he had insulted A former prime minister right. What Malaysians don't realise is uh, He allegedly insulted A former prime minister On a game show That was hosted By Sam C Right <laughs> So you were in the thick of things Yeah we were very much Part of all of the mess right. it, it was kind of like When we did it in Singapore We had no idea what happened Everything mm-hmm. was cool We got called in the next day to the studio because we were like oh just going over the next week's script mm-hmm. and they were like oh, this has caused a big stink in Malaysia <laughs> and, and what happened was that there is a certain person who watched the show yeah. and uh, I'm not gonna say who it is but they yeah. called up uh, the Singapore Prime Minister Lee Sien Long personally <gasps> someone from Malaysia called yeah. up Minister I, I'm, I'm not saying who it is I'm saying <laughs> they had the power to call the Prime Minister yeah. they complained for two hours and then they got back to us the personal secretary of the Singapore Prime Minister was like yeah y'all need to say sorry <laughs> so in true fashion we apologise but the worst part is that Ali didn't say anything bad he actually was quite okay it yeah, was, I, I saw it, the I clip was, yeah. I saw the clip it was very uh, politically correct and yeah. he was being very careful with his words right. yeah, yeah he had to apologise because he was on local TV here right so, yes. so it was the yes. other Singaporeans <laughs> yeah. who were the ones making fun and telling jokes it was you yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so it was you me. so it was a you are not leaving this country, Sam. This is why you're here. No, I, I, the worst part is after all that went down, I was booked to do a show here in Malaysia, and <gasps> I and I was panicked because uh, like we booked the tickets before it happened, so right. I changed my hair color, I changed the way I dressed. Did you really smuggle myself in? <laughs> yeah, but on that note, we're going to talk about that Malaysian comedy versus Singaporean comedy next. Fly FM. Doing stand-up in Singapore versus Malaysia. What are some of the subjects that you can or cannot talk about in like both countries? Uh, honestly, in my opinion, you can talk about anything in both of the countries. Mm-hmm. Just how you say it, mm-hmm. how you cover it, and who you're saying it to. And I'll oh. be very frank with you. This isn't me uh, kissing posterior because I'm here. <laughs> uh, I prefer playing in Malaysia because I can say more in Malaysia. Really? What, are, what are some things that are completely taboo in Singapore for stand-up? Uh, I mean, the same things you can get in trouble here. Uh, talking about politics in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking mm-hmm. about religion in a critical light. Which right. is the same in any part of Southeast right. Asia. So I remember uh, there was, I wouldn't say he's a comedian, but some 
people in Singapore, uh, younger people, they when they post videos up on mm. social media mm. and they're fairly critical about the government, they can get in some serious trouble. Uh, well, it depends how what they're critical about. Mm. But there was a case where there was a young kid called Amos Yee in Singapore who, mm. uh-huh. y'all know, he got into trouble because he did some terrible things to some religious text and he mm. was like, oh, uh, the government tried to persecute him for fair reason because what he did was absolutely vulgar. Right. Ran to America. The Americans was like, come on in with your freedom of speech. And then it turned out that uh, he liked kids and they <laughs> yeah. were like, yeah, yeah. No. He's arrested now. Yeah, arrested yeah. now. And Americans are like, you take him back, Singapore. <laughs> and the Singapore is like, no, you keep. No <laughs> refund. Take, take. I had a strange experience uh, performing stand-up in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, before doing a show there, I actually had to give my entire script to your government yeah. to vet. Do they actually read through the scripts? Or, or, or? They do, actually. <laughs> so hard working on in Singapore. one sad public servant <laughs> who had to sit down and had to read your terrible stuff <laughs> back to front non-stop going oh, trying Douglas. to understand yeah. <laughs> what Douglas, jokes are these Douglas isn't as good as he used to be <laughs> this doesn't work I love you already I love anybody who wrote Douglas honestly okay Sam we want to talk about a life of a festival comic and what that means exactly after this Fly FM you're also a festival comic I'm new to this completely I have no idea can you tell me what a festival comic is so a lot of comics uh, will work in clubs and bars and theatres but once in a while Mm -hmm. there are these big festival arts festivals where thousands of performers and hundreds of thousands of audience members will come will Mm. congregate on a city for about 30 days and instead of just having to do like set up punchlines you can be more artistic you can try going in a different angle or like I even saw Douglas at a festival uh, where he actually did some very stellar work when Melbourne Melbourne, uh, so the the famous festivals are Melbourne Comedy Festival Edinburgh is the big daddy right you've been to Edinburgh Yes. Uh, Sam, tell us, tell us Edinburgh because Edinburgh, yeah. right, I, I hear war stories about comedians going to Edinburgh. War stories. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, I know. How it is brutal. It? On the first week, I was uh, racially slurred on a <gasps> show and I was slurred for a uh, different reason that rhymes with Tina Fey on the <laughs> show. Yeah, okay. so, so those two, in the first week it happened and literally in that same first week, I got to be on Late and Live which is the big special show that only the good comics get to get on. What a roller coaster. Yeah, so it's like, hey, we hate you but we also love you uh, uh, welcome and, to Scotland yeah and, and also like were you performing in a proper room or did you get some like dodgy back alley stuff because I've heard of stories like this where you could perform what? under a staircase one no yeah, in Edinburgh so people, people have performed on a park bench before are you serious uh, in the venue I was in there was uh, the chicken coop which is the world's smallest venue you need to step <laughs> inside of a chicken coop and two no. people will watch you from outside the chicken coop no way yeah, you need to stick your head oh, out the window weird. like welcome to the show make some noise <laughs> right, so they do this on purpose. Yeah. It's like, it, I mean, it's always a full house because right, right. you are the size You're of the, the house. You're the two people there. I mean, yeah. Thailand got tiger show, Scotland <laughs> got chicken show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more. <laughs> So let's talk about the shows that you're performing in Malaysia for all those you know listening want to watch you do stand-up well, live. Well, this Friday and Saturday, I will be at the Crack House Comedy Club doing a headliner set. I'll be talking to you. Please note, we now start at 8pm because we want to get out of there before certain people show up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No laughter after 12. Yeah, no, cannot, cannot. <laughs> now you're being more Singaporean. Now you know. Yeah, there's a Crack House Comedy Club, 8pm this Friday and Saturday. Awesome. And you're Social media handles are Mr. Sam C. That's M R S A M S E E across the board. It is eight letters because Chinese Fa Thai wow. must be, must be uh, good auspicious. Yeah. 
M R S A M S E E. Thanks for thanks for coming here and doing this uh, with us, uh, Sam. Appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful show on Friday and Saturday. Yes, but before we let you go, we have to ask you, like, mm-hmm. his said it question for all the guests on our show. Uh-huh. Who is your favorite Malaysian comedian? Oh, there's a number of them I like. Uh, I like uh, Poon Ji Ho, <laughs> Hua Jen Han, Jason Leong. And there was like one other guy in that group of them, but uh, so, um, I, I don't know what his name is. Yeah, it's Douglas Lim. Douglas Lim. Douglas Lim. This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.